Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Today we begin one of those marvelously precise and intricate sentences from the inspired pen of the Apostle Paul. In the Greek, all of verses 11 through 16 is one sentence. We're going to talk about the unity team leaders that God designed into his plan for the church the body of Christ. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he teaches today's segment of this week's message entitled, Unity Team Leaders. Let's dive in. Number one on the list, apostles. And he gave some as apostles, literally the apostles. Now, let me show you that this is a case where you almost know a Greek word that you didn't know that you knew. The Greek word for apostle is apostolos. Okay? It's not not a translation. The Greek verb apostello means to send with a commission or to send with a message, to send with instructions. The one who does that is the apostolos. Apostle is not a translation of that word. It's a transliteration. It's where you just take the letters from the Greek alphabet, match them up to the most corresponding letters in the English alphabet, and you invent a new word. We did it, we we saw it back a little bit earlier in the chapter. They did that with baptism. That's not a translation. If you're going to translate it, it means immersion. If only they had translated it instead of transliterating it, we wouldn't have any battles about how to baptize people because that's what the word means. So here we have another non-translated word, but we have to live with it. Now, what do we mean by apostles? Well, someone who is sent with a commission. Now, to be named among the apostles required meeting certain criteria. And it's not just if you meet the criteria, you're automatically there. But what we can say is those whom Jesus placed as apostles all meet these criteria. First and foremost, they are commissioned directly by Christ. Now, that can be a rub if you want to talk about Matthias, who replaced Judas. I'll talk about him a little bit more in the end, but he was with the original disciples from the beginning. Remember on that fateful day when Jesus stayed up all night praying, and then he got up in the morning, and before he preached the Sermon on the Mount, what did he do? He named the 12 disciples whom he also called as apostles. So there was a group of disciples, very committed disciples, and he, and he chose uh, 12 of them. They had to also be eyewitnesses of the resurrected Christ. They had to have, or, or they, they, in their ministry, they received uh, special inspiration from God. And so they became the ones who had the supreme authority in the church. You read uh, Acts chapter 2. They continued steadfastly in 
the apostles' doctrine. So they were the ones who were foundational to the teaching of the church. And these men were furnished with ample credentials to validate their apostleship by means of signs and wonders. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 is where Paul refers to the signs of an apostle. And they were things unique to the apostles. Well, Jesus named 12. Yeah, but there came to be a problem. Judas, Judas Iscariot, he abdicated his position among the apostles. And interesting, after Jesus uh, uh, rose from the dead and, uh, and ascended, in Acts chapter 1, the earliest group of disciples of Christ that were, that were gathered uh, felt it was crucial to, um, to replace Judas. And so um, a, a man named Matthias was appointed to fulfill, his, uh, to, to fill Judas's spot. Now there's some debate over whether that appointment was actually the, the will of Christ or whether it was something that was just done by those men out of their own sense of need. So you can say there are either 12 apostles, the 12 Jesus chose, minus Judas, plus Matthias, Oop, and then there's Paul, so there's 12 or 13. And if you don't want Matthias, then it can be the 12 minus Judas plus Paul. Let's just say, I don't think it's going to be an entrance exam to get into heaven of whether you can count to 13 or if you only have to count to 12. Um, What we do know is that Paul was different from the rest. Paul was not with Jesus from the very beginning. He didn't come to know the Lord until that experience on the Damascus Road in Acts chapter 9. In, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 7, Paul described himself as um, distinct from the other apostles, and in addition to them, he was an apostle with a special commission to go to the, the Gentiles. It's a fascinating um, discussion to have. There is a view held by some Bible believers that says that the appointment of Matthias was a mistake. If you were here when our friend Justin Peters was here last time in a Q&A session, he, uh, he, 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 mentioned, uh, he mentioned that, that he holds uh, to that view. Uh, so I think Justin is saved. I think you can get to heaven um, without agreeing with me on that. But I think that um, Matthias was chosen. Uh, you, you can say that it wasn't God's will, but to do that, you have to make an argument 100% from silence and you have to read into the text of Acts chapter 1 things that aren't there. If you take the text for what it says, it describes um, a legitimate process of making an important decision that was extant among the Jews, and all the believers at that time were, were Jews. So I think, I think Matthias is legit. I think there are, there are 13. But that doesn't fully cover the study of apostles. There is also a small group, very small group, that are listed with 
apostles sometimes, but you can't call them, if you will, capital A apostles, the 12. You would have to call them small a apostles, like uh, apostolic, I don't know, um, interns or whatever. I don't know how, I'm not sure what I'm going to want to invent a word. That, would group would, uh, that group would include Barnabas, uh, James, not, not either of the Jameses that are among the 12, but James, the Lord's half-brother, who wrote the book of James and who presided over the church at Jerusalem. Uh, that would include Silas, also called Silvanus. There are two men in that category mentioned in Romans 16, 7, about which we know almost nothing, uh, Junius and Andronicus, and also Jude, the half-brother of the Lord who wrote the book of Jude. Now, they are called apostles. But remember, apostle isn't a translation. Apostle means a messenger, a specially commissioned messenger. So they could be messengers or apostles of the churches. They were highly regarded by the churches. They were entrusted with um, care of things to do with the churches, but uh, they are not capital A uh, apostles. Now, I see a legitimate distinction there. The apostles chosen by Christ and those very few so designated by the church. And in either case, uh, there is the more important uh, consideration. There is no evidence anywhere in the Bible for the idea of the succession of apostles from one generation to another. Apostleship was a specific group of people in a specific time for a specific purpose. It was not the beginning of a relay race and a baton passed on from generation to generation. There are no apostles today. Now, there are a number of heretical groups in this generation who say, and that's the problem. We need apostles today. And so there are people um, trying to reinvent apostles today. There's a movement known as the NAR, not the NRA, the NAR, the New Apostolic Reformation. And they are uh, believing that there are that God is now raising up a new generation of apostles. And there are similar mindsets among nearly every bizarre group within the fringes of the charismatic movement and the word faith movements. Um, I just checked yesterday and I verified that you can go online and get training to become an apostle. It takes two months two months, mind you, um, I didn't, I refused to click any further and see how much it costs. I was afraid my email address might be captured. Um, it, it's absolute silliness. It's theological fantasy land. It's denying 1900 years of absolute consensus among the body of Christ to say that we are making new apostles today. I would say as a rule of thumb, it's wise for you to ignore and or run away from anything in this generation that you see has the term 
apostolic attached to it. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.